You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. We in the House of Islam, we try to the best of our abilities to do things uh, that will please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most. And alhamdulillah, yes, uh, there's he on a platform called Pertinence Punctuated. He's a Medina University graduate. He's an alim. He's an astute businessman. He's also, alhamdulillah, a motivational speaker and someone that appears on uh, uh, media around the world, our very own uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me how you're doing this fine, a beautiful evening, Ya Sheikh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my dear brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and all the listeners of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of our Sunnah. Alhamdulillah, what a beautiful evening. We had quite a wonderful day, a beautiful day. And these past two days have been busy with our peoples around, you know, making Qurbani sacrifice for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and distributing some of those proceeds from the Qurban. Alhamdulillah, it has been a good, uh, good, good three days and uh, good and beautiful Eid. And uh, for those that kept fast for the whole nine days and some fa- kept fast on in Arafah, may Allah to accept from everybody through the efforts that they made, whether through fasting, whether through sorting, whether being part and parcel of assisting and making sure the rituals are done according to the shaf. Absolutely, Sheikh Shoei Maida, and all these rituals and whatever you have performed, uh, this is, the stories are there in the Noble Quran, and our beautiful topic uh, this evening, uh, which we're looking forward to, and, you know, when we look at the Noble Quran, and, you know, we, we are so grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we have had the opportunity of uh, reading the Noble Quran, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, definitely chosen us to be those uh, that uh, read the Quran, inshallah, with the understanding and uh, with the meaning and understanding and uh, hopefully walking the talk. The benefits of the eyes of the Noble Quran and then the Sheikh Shoei Maida, knowing you, you're an alim, and the benefits of this ayat, how beautiful it is. Besides it being a protection, it is a motivator, it's a stimulator, it is a, you know, it brings a protection around you. Uh, it gives you health benefits, it gives you physical benefits, it gives you spiritual benefits, it gives you, uh, you know, uh, even uh, your rosy. You know, Allah gives you some undreamed sources, you'll get many other things coming through. The benefits of uh, the Noble Quran, the eyes of the Noble Quran, you know, if you have to uh, contemplate on that and to give us a uh, your thoughts, uh, what would you say, Sheikh Shuey Maida? I know, Shaf, uh, Alhamdulillah, you've said it very well. I mean, there's quite a lot of ayahs that we can use for our benefit, for protection, and the rest of that way we contemplate on them and uh, go and understand the meaning. Among them, Hasbunallah, Nimal Wakil, Nimal Mawla, Nimal Nasir. You know, to see all our affairs, we raise them in Allah's hands, who is actually the best protector, and also the one that actually the best for us to be attached ourselves to, or to see the guideline towards our lives. And I mean, if you look at all these kind of ayahs, Shaf, I mean, uh, it makes it very easy for us to understand what it says, but it's not as simple as it looks in just recitation of the ayahs. It needs your heart to be inclined to the Creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and to do things that are right. You know, as we did mention last time, if you could remember, we were speaking about the dua and the importance of dua, and we said dua is not something you just make and you stand one side, but comes with action. So if you're asking Allah, like we did give an example, say, Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana. Say, Allah grant us the best in this dunya. What it means is for you to work very hard, educate your children, educate yourselves, make sure you find good jobs that has 
going to provide for you in this dunya. In the akhirah spiritually, you need to do good, perform your salahs, keep your fast, perform your hajj, be dutiful towards your parents, be good towards your neighbors, your friends, your families, your kids and everybody around you. Do whatsoever is necessary for you, do good. Then thereafter, when you say, waqina adhab al-nar, save us from the chastisement of the hellfire, that means we have followed the steps that actually makes us benefit the best in this dunya and in the akhirah the best and also we get guaranteed safety from Jahannam, the Lord, our grand ummah, all that. So the same when it comes to these ayahs, hasbunallah, you know, with Amri ilallah, I leave all my affairs, little affairs, and Allah's control. It means we have to do good. And once you've done that good, then you leave it to Allah to say, I leave it to you. I've done my best. I've put whatsoever I could in my little bit of my energy that you've given me, but I'm leaving finite to you to be the final judge and the final accessor of what we have done and also the final uh, rewarder of what we have done, Shaf. Uh, absolutely, Sheikh Shoy Maida. And, you know, the recitation of uh, the Noble Quran, you know, a recitation of the Noble Quran, uh, regularly it provides uh, concrete evidence in favor of any Muslim on the Day of Judgment. You know, every letter recited from the Noble Quran will proclaim uh, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive uh, the one who is uh, reciting it, you know, and uh, hence uh, reciting the Noble Quran daily could save uh, us uh, from the hellfire and lead us to Jannah. And also we read the uh, Noble Quran with the yaqeen that, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, without this book, I'm lost, I'm rudderless, I'm like a ship without a captain, I'm a ship that is uh, has no direction. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you have given us this Quran, you've given us a, a burhan, you know, the, the ayat of the Quran, Bring me your proof if you are truthful. And the Quran is there. It's always talking to you. It's telling you, giving you instructions. Go and challenge the Yahudi, challenge the Nasara, challenge the Mushrikeen. Tell them if they think their religion is better and if they have something better than this. Ask them for their Burhan. Ask them for the proof. And verily, and verily, they do not have the proof. It is uh, the whole foundation is based on, uh, you know, a very faulty foundation is uh, based on batil. And what happens, the Quran says it so beautifully that Haq will smash batil into smithereens, into smithereens, into smithereens. Your thoughts, Sheikh Shoy Maida? And also, if you look, if you look at this, like you just said it well, you know, you look at every book that you could read, you find the author puts at the beginning of the page where they've got the resources or the sources from, you know, actually uh, compiling that whole book. You know, and they often tell you there should be some other thoughts that you find in the book, but just overlook them as long as you get the meaning of whatsoever is in the books. So if you look at this bookshelf that we're talking about, and Lauta has mentioned on its uh, introduction, so that's why, as you said, you need to be reading it every day if you need kind of guidance. And I said himself, that's a book that is going to know um, doubt in it, but guidance to those that are seeking to get close to the Creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if you look at this shaft, every aspect of life you'd like to learn, I read the book every day, give yourself 10-15 minutes every day to read and understand what is there. That way it becomes much easier for you to understand what you're doing. You know, there's nothing shaft in life that you can say there's things for free, there's nothing for free in life. Even if you have to eat, you know, you got all the food in the house, you want not just sit one side, you have to make sure you prepare that food to eat it. 
besides buying the food, but you still have to prepare it in order for you to have a meal. So the same, if you want to understand your creator, Allah Ta'ala, you need to go through the channels that makes you understand him. And that keeps you in a better position because now you are there to understand what you just said now. You say, al You say, when Haq comes in, you know, it actually depletes all the battle, all the falsehood is depleted when the Haq comes in. So we need to understand that this phase, if you want to get into that, recite your noble Quran every day and you find uh, advices that carries, helps you to carry your life through uh, today and even tomorrow, even from yesterday. You know, it's the book of the current, of the past and of the future. So it tells you from the very first beginning of history to the current living situations and even takes you to the future situations where you and I cannot see. You know, as we always say, you remember somebody says, you know, there's always yesterday where we can learn from this, this mistake and make our today the perfect day, but tomorrow you never see it. And there will come uh, a day where we don't have to see it that, that tomorrow, but that comes in when you understand where you're heading to. You know, it's simple, Shaf, in simplicity, we do understand what we say if somebody passes on, we always recite that ayah. That says, inna lillahi wa inna rajun. You see, this is where we're coming from and we're heading back towards the same direction we're coming from. And you, you find people telling you, Shaf, there's no place better than home. So home is the best at all the times. So home is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and home is to Allah ta'ala. So we are still on the journey going back to Allah ta'ala and if we do understand him in this book and actually uh, follow up with actions on what we're learning and what we're understanding from there and be good, definitely we'll actually enjoy the benefit of living in this world and thereafter also we'll be enjoying it because we do understand that we have actually lived to the expectations of being uh, true servants of the Creator, Shaf. Yeah, absolutely, Sheikh Shoemaida. And uh, those who memorized at least, uh, you know, 10 sections of the Noble Quran, were 64%, 71%, and 81% less likely to have, listen to this, uh, Sheikh Shoemaida, hypertension, diabetes, and depression compared to those who memorize less than, you know, those that are not uh, close to the Noble Quran, that they do not take time to even memorize the verses of the Noble Quran or have implicit faith into the uh, uh, on the Noble Quran. And, you know, they succumb to these uh, different types of ailments because they not, do not have the reality of this book in them. They do not believe in the power of this uh, uh, Noble Quran and the Surah Nur, Nur ala Nur, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, in that house where my name is recited, where my names are glorified, where my Quran is read, that house, Nur ala Nur, light upon light descends on that house. Light descends from the heavens. The angels can see that is a beautiful house. The people of that house, the Nur is going into the hearts. The Nur is going into the face. The Nur, when they leave their home, when they walk into the streets, people look at the face like Sheikh Shoaib Maida's face. They say, ha, Nur ala Nur. And you know, you go there, suddenly your speech becomes the speech that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves to hear and you talk that speech to the people and, and then you start looking at things that what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to see things by using like you know figuratively seeing through Allah's uh, eyes speaking through Allah's uh, tongue uh, spe- hearing things that Allah would love you to hear and things that Allah loves to hear and all that becomes part of your persona only by us attaching ourselves to the noble Quran Sheikh Shuaib your thoughts? 
You know, definitely, you know, Shaykh, uh, you know, if you read the Quran, we find those verses that says, Oman hasbu, so whosoever, you know, has that close bond and close ring to his creator, he is actually his protector at the very same time. So which means everything you do, as you said, if actually you become a true noble servant of your creator, he uses you as a mouthpiece that speaks and he can use you that hearing uh, organ that can hear. And at the same time, as a broadcaster of good news to everybody, as you said, you go give your speech, you go give your talk, you come out of the people who say we've learned something today. I mean, that is what should be done. And now if you look at us again standing on that position, that means we need to understand the Quran itself. As you just said earlier on, you know, we've got a lot of people that have memorized the Quran, alhamdulillah, but also we need to make an effort. You know, after memorizing, we need an effort to understand what we've memorized. Because in that way, you become a walking and talking Quran because you do understand everything. And the moment you see things happening, the ayat will just pop into your mind to say, this is what is happening now, this is answer to that, or this is going against uh, this command of Allah Ta'ala. So actually, we need to encourage our families, our kids, even the Hufas that have memorized the Quran to say, please go back and just understand what you've memorized. That way you become a total uh, guideline to the Ummah and to the societies you live in because you know what is there. Although, yes, we can say societies are corrupted today, Shaf, where it's not as it used to be, uh, you know, those years before, wherever we respected each other and uh, we took each other's views as valid views and valid points where we sit together and discuss issues. And today we've changed completely where actually my family becomes my family and your family is your own family. Living in the same community, we've got our own issues that are not resolved because we've got those big, huge fences that are tied that are built around our homes that nobody else can come in except for the intruders. They can come in and when they come attack us, nobody sees because we've actually covered ourselves uh, and opened ourselves for that kind of situation. So as we said last time, as well, let's put those walls down again, you know, and just bring in some kind of uh, spiritual uh, upliftment in our own selves where we do things right. We look at the next person as a reflection to us in the sense if they do good, we actually emulate the good they've done. If they do wrong, we actually be able to stop them and say, listen, what you're doing is wrong. I know it becomes difficult, but you must remember, it says, for us, I mean, it's a who that if you see someone doing wrong, you have to use your hand to stop it. And if you can't be able to do it, you have to speak about it, raise an awareness so the person understands they're doing wrong. But if you can't do it, which is the safe part, is actually you just show hatred in the heart, which is the weakest, the weakest link in your faith. I mean, you don't want to be sitting on the weakest part of your uh, of, of faith. You need to be on the strongest part, which is use your hand or talk about it, raise an awareness where people come to know. So yes, once we do that, it means actually we're following and abiding the commands of the book that has been put as a guideline to us. And I can assure you, Shaf, if we all, all follow the book, and actually do by how the book says to us. Definitely we won't have no problems, no issues. You can see we have a lot of problems among us, our own selves as an ummah. But if you can go deep and understand these issues, where they're coming from, they're very minor as compared to uh, the major things that we agree on. We agree on almost 99% of the teachings and the rulings of Adin and our disagreements are within 1% or 2%, which is very minor, but we hold on fast to that 2% of minor issues that we disagree in, instead of holding on to about 98% of things that we agree in, Shaf. Yeah, Sheikh Shoemaida, you know, when you look at the Noble Quran, and, you know, it's such an important book, you, you talk to non-Muslims, and sometimes they ask, hey, Sheikh Shoemaida, you know, how would you describe the Noble Quran? And, I, you know, in, in, in my case, in most uh, 
times I find myself telling them uh, that the Noble Quran is the book uh, that has commandments to guide not only the Muslims, but all humanity. It is a book of life for life. No thinking person should be without it. And you know, Sheikh Maeda, it is uh, the uh, final, as Sheikh Rehmullah used to always say, it is a final testament. And he, he actually used the term final testament so that he could uh, get more customers, you know, or people of the other faiths to be, hey, what's this? How? No, man, we thought that was the last testament. But he says the Noble Quran is a final uh, testament. And as you say, it is the last uh, uh, scripture that was revealed to none other than to the Khatam al-Nabi'in, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam for guidance and verification. And, you know, without the Noble Quran, uh, the uh, you, uh, oh, mankind would not have known about the rules and instructions of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala want to give us and also to correct the mistakes of, uh, you know, uh, previous uh, uh, scriptures where it was interpolated and a man got in and he changed the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who changed the word of God and made his own manifestos and so forth. And Sheikh Shreya Maida, what's your thoughts? I know definitely, you know, if you look at uh, all the information that you have, uh, mostly if you were versed in this kind of uh, what uh, comparative religion where you read all different books as well, you go close to the Old Testament, you find quite a lot of similarities to what we have in the Quran, except that there's more polished information in the Quran than what is there. You know, so if we hold on to this and actually, and, uh, actually uh, embrace it, wholeheartedly that we have the book that needs to guide us or that we need to adapt to it for us to get that guidance. Definitely Shaf will never go wrong. But as long as we just view it as just one of those books where, you know, only in Ramadan, that's when we can open it and read it and, uh, you know, the whole year let it uh, uh, gather the dust and the rest of that. And then we have that kind of respect for the Quran. We put in a high place in the house, wipe the dust every day, but you don't read it. I mean, that respect doesn't end anything, you know, because just uh, mere respect that is there to respect the book. But you need to respect the information that's in that book. And that is by reading it. Once you browse and read about it and you see what is happening, you find that all the guidelines are there. And you find that even Allah has taught us to say, if there's any issues that you have disputes over, you go back to Allah and his Rasul, you get the correct uh, guidelines and judgment to whatsoever issues you're having dis- uh, dispute over. So this actually tells you that Shaf, you are blessed and I am blessed to be in that kind of Ummah where we have the book that gives actually the whole lot of information, being it smaller or being uh, major information. You know, you find another verse when you read in there where it says some people, they will say on the Lord, to say, you see how amazing this kind of book that actually have not left out any information which is smaller or minor to the major information except everything has been put into book and everything is written there. So I mean, it gives you the whole information to say everything is there, but you need to make mulazam or you need to make yourself a companion to the book that Allah has given you. It's a book that will guide you and actually show you the right way. When if you look at business dealings, you find it, the Quran has got all that kind of information. Look at the physics, biology, you get all that geography, talking about history, everything you find it is sitting in there. The problem is we're not reading to understand what is there, but we're reading to have our own things. And that's why sometimes we do wrong, and sometimes, most of the times you find sharp because of us lacking knowledge of our book that we have, we contradict our lifestyle every day we're doing wrong, and yet you got the book that is guiding you to do wrong, to do to do right, Shaf. No, absolutely, Sheikh Shoyma, and uh, Alhamdulillah, 
no khair in that uh, what you have said and you know the recitation of the noble quran regularly shaykhway by the it uh, you know it will purify uh, our heart from evil and jealousy and you know it should implement a sense of brotherhood and a mercy in the uh, in, in 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 our hearts you know achievement of inner peace is also guaranteed if you recite the noble quran regularly and which would increase the love of humanity in one's heart because if you looked at nabi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam he had more empathy more sympathy for a lot of people and alhamdulillah you know allah had to reprimand him no not to have uh, be careful of the munafiqeen and so forth and so forth but you know here we find in the noble quran that if you read it properly it is a book of guidance it's a book of uh, sukun and you know especially when you get up in the early hours of the morning and you read the noble quran and you recite the noble quran it is said that, that the angels listen to you allah subhanahu wa ta'ala listens to your recitation and those that make that effort to read the quran early in the morning you'll find that that quran is really having an impact on them shaykhoy maida and perhaps uh, even you'll get a, uh, a spiritual or a spiritual uh, spiritual and a biological clock that will get you up and you know you become very uneasy if you don't read your tahajjud or if you don't even read the quran every day you become very easy uh, uneasy because you 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 feel as if you missed a meal that's how it becomes so much uh, uh, such an integral and an important thing or part of your life uh, shaykh shay maida uh, how do you respond you know definitely if you have actually that in you way by when you actually you listen to that uh you actually missed out fajr and you did not read your quran at fajr and you start feeling the pinch like you're missing the meal it means okay there's some goodness in you that you understand what it is i'm talking about the benefits of reading at fajr time as you said early in the morning you know allah has mentioned it wa quran al fajr inna quran al fajr kana mashhuda to say the quran that is read at fajr time it is witness the angels the angels that does witness it you know and uh we need to be having those kind of habits in the morning wake up early in the morning as i said it does soothe your life when you wake up in the morning you recite one two three ayats before the sun rises definitely it settles you down in the sense when the sun rises you know where you're heading and you know your direction and i mean if you keep that kind of habit and also even reciting and understanding definitely the time the sun rises you do understand something and you have to practice what you've read and understood definitely it makes your day go easy and i mean uh, you become a person that is at ease at all the times and you always ready as you remember as with adits area on that you know life is not guaranteed you know today we here or the next hour we not here so if you done that every day in the morning we wake up for fajr and you know shall the other time you know we we're talking about this to say nobody has got time today you know everybody doesn't have time i have no time you have no time yourself because we have all these social media things that have to worry us all the time you know the time if you you're free you're not free because you got whatsapp you got uh, facebook you got instagram you got other other grounds i don't know that we don't know that you have to be busy on only time that you can have yourself is that time when you wake up early in the morning fajr time that's the best time for you to talk to your allah directly and speak to your allah and ask for guidance and ask for anything that you need and definitely we get what favor uh, we actually we, we want and also even allah zakir left his uh, He himself opened to us at that time in the morning that if we committed sins during the night or the past day, we make dua and make tawbah. Allah forgive us and we actually ask Allah at the same time to say, this day that has started now, open it with us with a lot of barakah and with a lot of, you know, a lot of blessings for us. I mean, that's what we should be doing every day and that should be done when you wake up at Fajr and ask Allah. 
that whatsoever barakat has been aligned for the day, he must sustain us from that, he must grant us from that, the best of that as well. So that's the best part of actually, as you said, of waking up early and actually reading the Salat of Fajr, reading the Quran in the morning as well. As you said, the angels do witness it, but at the same time, they witness it, you make dua as much as you can. That's the best time to speak to Allah, and that's the best time to seek what you need from your Creator, because there's no any kind of distractions except for if you want to distract yourself, Shaf. Yes, uh, Sheikh Shui, by the way, once you're talking, I was thinking about uh, Mustaqeen. You know, you talk about the Mustaqeen, and they know that they have faith in uh, in everything that uh, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught us. Uh, they are steadfast in Salah. They spend in the way of Allah. They believe in what is revealed in the Noble Quran. And, you know, they, 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 they have conviction in the hereafter. And, you know, uh, all those things, uh, the, the, the Quran should be making us a Mustaqeen, uh, uh, Sheikh Shui Maiza. Uh, your, your, your thoughts? No, no, definitely. As you just said, now you say, I mean, it comes from there to say uh, the Quran becomes actually a guidance to those uh, that would like to seek that closeness or close bond with the Creator, love, wonder which is taqwa. You know, and uh, when you actually seek that bond and you get into that bond, then you become on that category, the people that believe in unseen. We have never seen Allah, not seen Jahannam, not seen Jannah, but we believe in that. You know, right where you find Muna Salah, we perform our Salah, we walk up a fajr. You know, I mean, also if Allah sustains us, we actually taking portions and shares to actually uh, give it and share it to those that are less fortunate. I mean, this is what we stand for. So that is part of us being the believers, you know. So during that course of doing all this kind of uh, ritual that Allah has taught us that we should be doing, then definitely we become we'll be on top of the guidance of our Creator and definitely uh, happiness is coming there after we will make part of this dunya and move to the next level of life, which is Jannah or Jahannam, may Allah grant us or Jannah, inshallah, and save us from Jannah. I mean, Sheikh Amaida, also, you know, uh in the Quran, you know, it gives you ease in matters. And, uh, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, tells us in Surah 65, verse 4, that, uh, and whoever fears Allah, he will make for him ease in the matter. And Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, is telling you over and over again, don't worry, you just come to my book, I'll make matters easy for you. Just pick it up, read it, and cry to me. You know, make sajda to me. Cry in the early hours of the morning. Call upon me. And I shall answer thy prayers, uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maiza. That conviction. And, uh, you know, when you uh, take Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as uh, your, you know, all and be all and your end all, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will fight uh, your case. So, you know, you don't have to go to the lawyers or you don't have to go to the courts. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be there and he'll make matters, as he says in the Noble Quran. And whoever fears Allah, he will make for him ease in his matter. Sheikh Shoaib. I know definitely, you know, you see, Shaf, uh, you know, there's these times where you get that close link to a creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, we've all actually experienced it firsthand where sometimes when you actually get into that groove whereby you're always in constant salahs and doing good at all the times and actually you're showing appreciation to Allah ta'ala. You know, you must remember, it says, uh, uh, you know, if you, if, you, if you show appreciation, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you more. You know, so appreciation simply means even good health. You have to appreciate. Because of good health, read to Rakat Salat Shukur to thank Allah that you've given good health. You know, some people are not like me. They need they need walking sticks to go to the to walk around to do their things. And some are even sitting in hospitals under the oxygen 
because I cannot breathe uh, freely. And yet me, I can breathe freely, I can walk freely, I can actually choose what I want to do. My brain is functioning sober and everything is normal. We need to be making sugar for that every day, you know. If you make sugar, you show appreciation. Allah says it's going to increase in whatsoever you have. But if you do not show appreciation in the just know that Allah's chastisement is very severe. So in this case, to bring us, say, we need to understand, to come to that lowest level where we understand we are on the low, you know, uh, great. Allah is the superior grade. So we need to be looking up to Him, you know, have good links with him in whatsoever we do as we said our salah is part of the link with Allah how we deal with our communities is part of link with Allah how we deal with our business affairs is a part of the link with Allah how do the families and the rest of that all that is part of the religion that has to be actually practiced you have to be good at all the times the way by anybody looks at you they see you they must see that sign of safety and happiness but not when people see you, they must find a way to run away from you. That's actually delicate and that's dangerous. So we need to actually motivate ourselves to be good at all the times and do what is necessary. People must look forward to meet us at all the time because we bring joy, we bring happiness to them, inshallah. inshallah. Absolutely, Sheikh Shoemaida, and perhaps a good way of ending off is tranquility. Everyone's looking for peace and everyone's looking for sukoon. Everyone's looking for you know a life that is protected from evil and that and so forth. And, you know, the Noble Quran 48.4 says it is he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who sent down uh, tranquility into the hearts of the believers. And, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in no matter what uh, conditions we are, the most uh, dire conditions, only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can give us the peace, the sukoon, the protection. And he's, uh, you know, he's, he, he's his presence in us and uh, that, that will give us a success both in the dunya and uh, the akhirah. Sheikh Shoemaida. When we get into a discussion, time really flies. Uh, we've come uh, to the tail end of our programs. Uh, perhaps your parting words uh, this evening? The parting words, Raph, is just to unlock that bond, bond between ourselves and our Creator. Because once we unlock that bond and we actually make it look good between ourselves and the Creator, then everything that we need just flows with ease and without any difficulties. But don't forget also, allow to put us through test. But because we know it's coming from him, it will be easier for us to say, you've given us steps. Yeah, Allah, you guide us through passing this test as well. So life will become easier from whether it's good condition, whether it's tough situation. But once we have Allah on our side, then everything is easy. Self. That's what we should be doing. And once again, as I say, I need you to put a small store outside your house in general so I can be with you, inshallah. I tell you, Sheikh Maida, I mean to your dua and... Uh... My request is also reciprocal, and inshallah, inshallah, forever and ever in Firdos. How what a beautiful time! What a lovely thing! Going and visiting all the prophets, salam, going and looking at this and that history. Say, hey, I read in the Quran about you, Musa alayhi salam. Oh, I read in the Quran about you, Isa alayhi salam. Uh, you know, in the company of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allahu Akbar. And the most important thing, Sheikh Shoaib Maida, is the watch and the countenance of none other than our creator Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ameen, Summa Ameen to your duas Sheikh Shoaib you have a blessed evening ahead, inshallah we'll talk to you soon Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Time for us to go for our break when you get back, Mawlana Salim Karim will be joining us